This is the Home Health Revealed podcast. Hear stories from real industry leaders discussing topics affecting the ever-changing industries of home health, hospice, and palliative care. Welcome to the Home Health Revealed podcast. I am your host, Mike Greenlee, and like always, I have the great Vanna White, a.k.a. Hannah Vale. What's Hannah up, Hannah? Vale. Hey, how are you? I'm fantastic. How was Christmas? It was great. It is already 2024. I know. Praise the Lord, I guess. Did you ever imagine like getting to 2024? You know, I was looking at my retirement plan and it was like, you can retire in 2050. And I was like, hmm, that sounds a far way away. But 2020 sounded a far way away at one point. So sounds like you're not putting enough money back. Sounds like it. It just means you're trying I'm to, young. Are you trying to keep up I'm with the Joneses? Young. Um, okay. So what'd you get for Christmas? Oh gosh, I got the best gift in the world and I bought it myself. This the, is the not best your... Christmas gifts you get are the ones you buy for yourself. Well, I, I wouldn't disagree actually. And I got a golf. I know what I like. I got a golf simulator. Oh, yeah. You told us that on the last podcast. But didn't you get anything that was like a surprise? Uh, I surprised myself with a golf simulator. Congrats. Did you get to play it over Christmas break? I play it every day. Wow. And you know what? It's supposed to help your game get better. I think I'm getting worse. <laughs> yeah. And so I was looking all around the screen to see if there was a coach that came with it. Uh, still haven't found the coach. So oh. I'm coaching myself. So I'm watching all these videos. I was going to say YouTube is the coach. And every video I watch... It says a different thing. So now I've got 17 back swings, 45 forward swings. My stance is like 17 different stances, and I'm confused as hell. Well, I'm sorry, but that kind of means nothing to me, but I'm glad you like it. Well, enough about me and my beautiful and wonderful new wife called the pot or the uh, simulator. <laughs> okay. Well, you want to know what I got? You're supposed to ask back. Don't really care. I was, okay, I was more well, concerned about my podcast. Or not, why do you keep calling it a podcast? <laughs> you're caring about this podcast a ton. Yeah, what did it's you get? What did you buy yourself? I bought myself a ski trip. I heard about that, and I heard your friend got hurt. Yeah, so my best friend and I met. She's from California. I'm flying out of Missouri. We met in Utah to go skiing last week at Deer Valley. She'd never skied. I've skied quite a bit, but never out there. I've always gone to like New York. Uh, Holiday Valley or like Ohio. When I grew up in Cleveland area, we'd go to Brandywine, Boston Mills, which is like tiny hills. You know, can you can you get back to, can you get back to the story? Sure, because uh, you're really concerned. I can tell. No, I want to hear. Okay, I, so because you you took her on a black clearly. No, I didn't take her on a black. Did you take we her to the, the gondola? Bunny did you go one to the bunny, time. bunny humps? Bunny, the well, kids no, program? we were on a blue. It was a blue. You can't take someone straight to a blue if they've never skied. Before. She didn't even get down the hill. It wasn't even three minutes. Well, of she course, literally I'm surprised turned, she even got on the ski thing to get her up there. She did great on that. She did great on the gondola. I just shoved her in, stuck the skis on the outside. Not even three minutes in, she just like slow motion fell over and then had to take the toboggan ride of shame to the bottom. She tore her ACL completely and sprained her MCL. I put her on a plane the very next morning in a wheelchair to the, and <laughs> to you stayed the plane and, and I stayed and skied. Oh, dear God. So I went, I, I went skiing one time. So this is back in the day. I was in, I was in a fraternity. I was that cool. I was that guy. You know, cool guy. It wasn't at like Stanford or something, was it? Uh, we're we're going to talk about Stanford. Here all right, a bit. all right, all right. But uh, and Duke. But uh, no. So my buddies, uh, they decided to be funny because I've never skied before. I can't even roller skate, by the way. What? The the concept with anything on the bottom of my shoes besides a sole, it just doesn't make sense to me. Okay. Right. But uh, so these guys put me on this the ride. What's that? A gong gong Gondola? Gondola? What is it? Gondola that goes up or a ski lift? Ski lift. That that's a better word for me. Uh and I couldn't get off, so I just kept going. I went three trips on this thing till <laughs> around I, you went all the way down the bottom? All the way. I just kept oh my going gosh. around. So I was sitting there and I was building myself courage because when you get off, there's like this little hill. Yeah. And I got these skis that are like like twice the length of me. 
And yeah. I'm like, this is this is the dumbest sport ever created. Oh my gosh, it's so much it's fun. Dumb. It's dumb. So much fun. So is roller skating. Real sports well, are pickleball and golf. Oh, that just shows your age. Uh, anyway, let's talk about what we got going on here. We got an exciting show today yes, for you. Uh, I'm super pumped about this show. Uh, Hannah, you're going to learn a little bit on this show from these guys. Yeah, I'm excited because, man. Yeah, I'm going to let you say their names. They're, okay, hard. They're so hard for me. We have Jaime Deverall and Ethan Schwarzbach. And these guys are awesome. They are from Fly Chain. So Fly Chain, let me just tell you, is they offer a comprehensive suite of working capital solutions for small to medium-sized healthcare providers, including upfront cash for insurance claims, lines of credit, equipment financing, drug financing. And by working with FlyChain, our providers secure valuable working capital to invest in the growth of their business. And on average, they increase their revenue by 55% over a six-month period. Should they should they put in their in their uh, description like... Uh, Legal drug financing. Legal drug financing. Yeah, I mean, I see I don't drug know financing, and I goes. think to myself, we'll to these guys are drug dealers. They're they're funding a lot of things. Okay, yeah. I mean, they don't care where the money goes. Yeah. Um, well, FlyChain, as you know, yep, uh, is a preferred partner of HealthRev, and so these two companies, we've met with them. We just share the same vision. We saw a need to assist agencies with capital. And so together we have created some awesome programs for the post-acute space and capital for growth and advanced funding of AR capital. So this episode, we're going to be talking with them. Can't wait. Yeah, this episode is brought to you by HealthRev Partners, the real leader in RCM services. And now we are happy to announce our new SaaS offering technology, Velocity, the most advanced RCM coding software in the post-acute space. Agencies will be able to buy our software in April of this year, which happens to be my birthday as well. Uh, more information to come, though, as we get closer to the rollout date. So I'm super stoked about that as well. And I just said the word stoked. I know. You, you've you said it several times. I'm going to start like putting a dollar in the jar every time you say stoked on these podcasts. Well, I just watched Dazed and Confused the other day, and I oh, love that movie. Yeah, that that yeah. was Matthew McConaughey, which, as you know, is my idol. Uh, yes. Because, we talked about the book. Because everybody says I sound like Matthew McConaughey. I know. And so you I'm just going to. Here it is. Ready? Yeah. I can't do it. <laughs> okay. Well, welcome to the show, Jaime and Ethan. All right, all right, all right. There it is. There oh go. my gosh, that was I was going to do it, man, but Perfect. I was too scared. I just I got I got I got scared. I don't know why I did. Yeah. Hey guys, thanks so much for being thanks on the podcast. I know you guys are super busy, um, and I got to be honest with you. And Hannah, I don't know if this is true for you, but I've never talked to anybody from Stanford and then let alone Duke. I know. So I don't even know how you get into Stanford. Do you got to lie? I did watch Legally Blonde. Uh, that's, oh my God. Did, was that a Stanford? She goes to Stanford? No, no, I think it was Harvard. Harvard. Yeah. No, these guys are highly intelligent. Jamie, Ethan, what's up, brothers? How's it going, everybody? Wow, we're, we're excited to be here and uh, excited to kick off this, uh, this partnership and, and also the podcast. So thanks for having us. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're going to get 1 million views. I'm telling you. It's, it's, <laughs> It's big. So uh, tell me a little bit, um, you know, we, we gave a little brief introduction about FlyChain, um, but I'd like for you guys to tell us a little bit more about how you decided to start this company. But before you do that, I'm always encouraged or I'm always interested in to know, how'd you come up with the name for the, for the company? 
Yeah, yeah. So starting off with fly chain, this was sort of uh, something that Jaime and I were noodling on for probably three years ago at this point in time. Um, during kind of the th sort of the throes of the pandemic when there was a lot of cash flow issues. And so, you know, one of these notions of, of financing for small businesses is really the lack of, of data or the ability to get the data. And so why we're, I think, succeeding and adding value to this, you know, call it smaller universe of, of care providers is we've taken a, a really um, tech forward approach, if you will, where we're pulling the data automatically and enables us to underwrite these businesses instantaneously. And so why we call it FlyChain is we link up a bunch of this data and then we actually create a flywheel with our oftentimes our channel partner like HealthRef. And so when you think about FlyChain, you know, our whole goal is we link up banking data, we link up some of this billing data, and it gives us the full financial picture of the business. We get a portion of that data from HealthRef. And so we create that flywheel with our channel partner, in this case, HealthRef, you know, providing RCM services. Um, we see our customers grow. We're giving them that access to that, that valuable you know, capital. They're using that oftentimes to hire more, open new locations, market. We see them grow, and it creates that flywheel where our channel partners are helping their customers grow, uh, and it sort of uh, creates this like wonderful ecosystem. So that's how we came up with the name. <laughs> well, you know, it's uh, really interesting is I met you at a conference, and um, we immediately hit it off because we had the same idea. So when you think about that, because we see we see all the time, there's a huge need uh, for funding because of AR and aging AR. And so we were in the process of creating our advanced funding model while you guys had already created multiple models within the space. Um, and then, of course, through our dialogue, we had multiple conversations. And, of course, you guys uh, were saying you were happy that I understood this uh, better than most, but yeah. uh, which I appreciate because, you know, I barely graduated college and I'm talking to Stanford and Duke. Now, that's why I'm going to start calling from now on Stanford and Duke. Stanford and Duke. Yeah, that's their new name, Stanford and Duke. So uh, you guys know who you are based off which what school here. you went to. Yeah, it, well, you know, J Jamie, you spell your name Jamie, but you pronounce it Jaime? Jaime. Hi yeah, Jaime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, the J is like an H. Yeah, so see, Stanford yeah. makes sense to me here. Stanford and Duke. I like it. That's your new name. You guys like those names? I call Jaime. I call Jaime Jamie when I want to get under his skin. So oh. uh, feel free to feel free to, to to call him that. You know, for the rest of the podcast. No, well, I mean, uh, Jamie, you can call me Michelle. It's fine. I mean, it's that's how we roll. If I say something bad, you say something bad back. That's that's how we go go about this whole whole deal. That sounds great. Sounds so great. so what in, what inspired you guys to start Flight Chain? Yeah, yeah. So you know, first um, with our backgrounds, we're very much finance and what we call fintech or financial technology folks. Um, so, you know, had worked at a few of these companies previously and really recognized um, the need for capital in our in our United States financial system, specifically uh, really focused on the last 12 years personally on the small business side of the fence. Um, personally as well, my, my father was a dentist and uh, I actually moved home during the pandemic filled out his PPP application, uh, realized his finances were an absolute nightmare. Uh -oh. um, he wouldn't pay himself for weeks or months at a time due to sort of this ambiguous windfall of insurance claims. Um, coupling that also with, you know, while I was home, he actually wound up selling his practice, which was uh, an eight month, you know, pretty arduous process. A lot of uh, the challenges that were brought up were due to that lack of, you know, good financial data. And so we really wanted to start this, um, you know, company. We share a, kind of a passion, if you will, for combating predatory lending. You know, our mission at its core is to provide 
institutional grade access to capital and software, financial software solutions to help these businesses grow and thrive. And we picked, you know, certain verticals. Uh, my dad's a dentist or was a dentist, but we're actually not starting there. We wanted to pick areas within healthcare that we could have the biggest impact. And so home health care and infusion therapy are the kind of the two verticals that we've started in specifically due to the really prevalent cash flow issues that these businesses you know, face on a day to day basis. You know, they're they're typically asset light. It's very payroll, you know, staff heavy. Banks tend to run to the, you know, run for the hills for these uh, when, when looking to, to fund these companies. And so um, we wanted to, you know, do good for the folks that are, you know, actually providing care for folks and don't want to take advantage of them. So the product that we designed was, you know, really for this mission of helping small businesses in healthcare, you know, financially succeed. And we generally believe that leads to better healthcare outcomes. Yeah, you tied in pretty good because we on our last podcast, Hannah and I were talking about some of the stats from the Federal Reserve, right? So I, these aren't stats that I made up. I do some research, believe it or not. I used the Google yep. and the Google told me that, you know, 85% of small and mid-sized businesses reported being in, in fair or poor financial condition. That, that was one that was one statistic. I'll share a couple others. I won't bore you with them because you guys know these as well because you and I have talked talk about them. But and then only 31% of those received, um, you know, the funds that they sought, which was down from 51%. So that's a 20% swing. Yep. Uh, and then the last stat I saw was that 30% of agencies are at risk of closing their doors. So when I saw those three stats alone, um, and then the same time that I was reading through those stats or studying those stats is almost, uh, uh, the same time you and I met. And so I knew, mm -hmm. I knew what we were doing or what we were creating was was something special and then you guys by teaming up with you guys we now can take it to a whole nother level which i'm super super excited about i was going to say stoked again but i can't do that twice can't, in one podcast you can't give me another dollar in my jar <laughs> yeah yeah all right so i mean you you've spoken to some of this stuff um ethan clearly you understand but when we say 30 percent of these agencies are at risk of closing their doors they're dealing with a lot of the things that you you saw right in your own house the cash flow mm -hmm. issues the hey maybe we're not taking a paycheck right now because of the influx or you know not predictable amount of income that's coming in through these insurance companies so being able to do what fly chain does um and with us partnering with us is a huge deal for a lot of these agencies now maybe i missed it uh because i was worried that we hadn't hit the record button but what why the name fly chain because they, with, it's with their hair, I can, here, this is how Thank good of a listener Sorry. I am. Go. I was well, listening, you know, but not comprehending, you know, yeah, okay? Yeah, well, it, they, they, their fly chain is a connection between their partners and the financial banks and all that. It's like a, it's like a chain. Okay, okay, got it. You guys did a lot better than I did, but that, that was the Cliff Notes version. <laughs> Sorry, my mind was there elsewhere. Okay. Um, and That's then, right, she's new at podcast, guys. She's mm, brand new at this. Yeah. Um, okay, so your background really ties into what you're building, what we're building. And so looking at the broader vision, kind of talk to us about the financial OS for healthcare providers, the lending, the accounting, savings, exit strategies, some of those things that you're monitoring. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, when we started with this with this journey on fly chain to, to help solve cash flow issues in the form of working capital, um, that was our initial approach and still remains that approach today. We, we kind of view providing capital as a bit of a silver bullet for cash flow issues. However, you know, there are root causes of a lot of those cash flow issues. And so after having, you know, funded 
uh, all these businesses and working really hand in hand with these these business owners, um, we saw a lot of additional opportunity uh, to to build value added solutions to these folks to help automate um, certain back office processes, help them save money uh, in, a, in a few different ways, which we're happy to talk about. Uh, and then, you know, especially with this experience with my father, kind of starting um, starting his business and then ultimately seeing him try and scale and grow and then ultimately sell. We realize that a lot of our, you know, a lot of our customers don't understand the valuation of their practice. Maybe not calculating net revenue correctly, not monitoring margins and tracking performance metrics uh, in a way that, you know, can be done automatically. And so we built this solution, starting with capital and now leaning into the accounting because we were seeing a lot of, I don't want to say garbage in, garbage out in terms of the the data. And so bringing, you know, validated technology and bookkeeping to to handle the the accounting fence side of the fence. Well, that automatically then enables us to perform valuation and and track towards you know an exit multiple that you're looking towards. And so the whole notion here is you know we want our customers to focus more on giving care and and less on their cash position and and provide them just a very quick easy snapshot to know exactly what's in their bank account, what their upcoming expenses are, how the revenue, the forthcoming revenue, will map against those expenses. And then ultimately, you know, you have access to capital. We send notifications as an example, like let's say, you know, you've hired a new staff member, your payroll has increased by 10%. You're not going to realize the revenue that new staff members bringing on for maybe two, three months. And so, you know, having that line of credit there, we can send a notification to you on Monday saying, we project that you will be $8,000 short on payroll this month due to this new hire. Uh, don't worry, click here. We'll just fund your account and everything runs smoothly. So the whole the whole notion here is really taking an operational and prescriptive approach to uh, these business owners so that they can uh, most like like my dad not have to worry about you know this stuff because uh, it was a, a a huge distraction for him and ultimately you know probably got him a little bit of a discount on the valuation of his practice because his data wasn't uh, it wasn't buttoned up and when private equity or you know a, a, an acquirer is coming knocking on your door they want to see really buttoned up financials for the last three years and that you're tracking towards these things so that's a bit of the evolution of a fly chain and it's really sort of soup to nuts no matter where you are if you're early stage or later stage we're here to financially support you and bring you the the capital and the the, the technical solutions to to, to uh, succeed in the space ethan and i often say uh, our backgrounds mean that we can't give care, right? And people are, are in a way better position to do that. But what we can do is build the financial technology side and really lean in there to help those businesses, give them the comfort knowing that, hey, we've got your back on the finance side so you can go and scale your business sustainably and spend more time with patients. And that really is the end goal mission of FlyChain is to bring these institutional grade financial solutions to healthcare providers so that they can go back to why they started there. You know, many of these, you know, practitioners and business owners started the business to take care of patients in their community, but then they get dragged into spreadsheets because that's what most of the business becomes. It's about cash flow issues and spreadsheets. We want to handle that part so that they can take back control and, and go and spend more time with patients, which is why they started out in the first place. Yeah, that's what I, I tell you what, that's another reason why I love you guys. And, you know, cause we're very picky on the partners that we choose. And the reason why we wanted to have a network of partners is I've always believed that, especially when you go to these conferences, Andy, you've been to several conferences. Yeah. And uh, you walk in, there's all these people, right? It's kind of overwhelming, you know what I mean? And I think yeah, a yeah. lot of people don't wanna walk through those things, right? Because, you know, uh, you know, they're afraid they're gonna be sold or, you know, someone's gonna grab them or whatever the case may and be. And you can't tell who to trust based on a booth. No, no, I mean, I'm gonna start wearing a shirt that says, yeah. trust me. Trust me. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna actually try that. That's I, I might we try should. That. Um, but uh, but you know, one of one of our goals because I, I liked what you said about you know, hey, you guys can't give care, but you can give the financial capital. And so one of our missions in all of our partnerships is to find gaps where the agency may be struggling. So either be in orders management or, you know, outsourcing coding billing, or it could be software or financing. I mean, we have a lot of great partners because I, we don't want our customers having to look for that. We want them to be able to just call us and say, hey, we're, we're looking for this. Do you know who we should be contacting? Um, and I think that's valuable. So we, we love it. We love the partnership. Yeah. But you and know, this podcast does that. I mean, this podcast gives the opportunity for people to hear from you, talk to you, kind of get a little bit of that awkwardness out of the way, right? In that getting to know you phase so that they can start thinking through some of the options that they have with the partnerships that we are building. Yeah. And by the way, your guys' LinkedIn profile is money. You guys look good. Did you guys go to Glamour right. Shots? Did you guys oh go to Glamour God. Shots? It's 2024. It's not 1998. I, I went to Glamour Shots. Golly. Uh, hey. well, Mike, I just want to say, I, I want to see you wear a shirt with the Greenly on it. Not, yeah. not trust me. I just the, Greenly. the Greenly. Because I love Greenly? the Gmail. Yeah. You love that? Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm going yeah. to get my own bobblehead, too. Mm. I, I think I deserve my own bobblehead. <laughs> Hannah disagrees with that, but I'm going to get Hannah two bobbleheads of me. One, one she's going to put on a nightstand. The other one she's got. My husband will love it. The other one she's got to put on her desk, and I'm going to get that like uh, cement glue, and I'm going to glue it on there so she can't get it off. Sounds like a plan. Maybe that's what we should give away at the booth. Michael bobbleheads. I think the Greenly bobbleheads. It, it will sell out. I well, could I could sell those for a hundred dollars a pop. I think they're a hot commodity. Hey guys, you know what's interesting about the lending side, uh, and I have a lot of a lot of friends in the banking industry. And they don't tend to lend to this space, which really shocks me. And yeah. so mm -hmm. that's why, again, we were thinking, okay, let's become the lender ourselves. Uh, then we, we came across you guys. Why do you think banks don't lend to this space? Yeah, there's, there's a whole bunch of reasons. And I would first start off with just the general state of the banking industry, specifically as it relates to small to medium-sized businesses. They've never been good at funding small businesses. Um, let's just be crystal clear about that. Um, any business that's doing sub $10 million in revenue generally, especially with credit having tightened, uh, you know, in the last year, they just run for the hills. So their, their, their threshold for banks to fund, you need to be of a certain size because they want your deposits, right? So if you have a lot of money, they're willing to lend to you because in all likelihood, you can park a million dollars, a couple million dollars with them and they generate interest. So banks just really aren't on the table here. Another reasoning for that is the asset light nature of these businesses. Why we started in home health and infusion, you know, they're, they're uh, people driven businesses. It's individuals giving care. And with uh, uh, an asset light nature, banks can't collateralize or lenders can't collateralize. You know, you might own an office or an x-ray machine if you're a, a different type of healthcare practitioner. In home health, you know, this is generally not the case. And so because of that, um, the only real access that we see to capital tends to be these predatory merchant cash advance lenders that really look at your revenue. Um, they're, they have kind of loose underwriting criteria, but because of that, they charge really insane interest rates, usually APRs north of 100% when you factor in things like origination fees and broker fees. And so we wanted to you know, create a solution that would mimic a bank-like product with a bank-like rate. Um, because we've taken this like really granular approach on the data and we're comfortable doing it um, versus more of that like spray and pray approach and just try and fund a lot of businesses across the whole kind of universe of different industries and verticals and just charge really aggressive 
rates, not really caring about those end folks. A lot of our customers will get those MCAs. They come to us and we actually have to kind of refinance them out of that because we see that most of the revenue that they're earning then is just being used to pay down the interest. And to us, that is what we call that predatory cycle of debt. And so that's sort of where we fit into the capital landscape, if that makes sense. So let me ask you this. Um, what do you, and again, I'm not, this is no way holding you to this, by the way. All right. Yeah. So this is not any type of financial advice that anybody needs to take further than this podcast. But um, you talk about lending. What, what, do you see lending in 2024 being a challenge? Absolutely. Um, you know, the interest rate environment, generally speaking, has put a lot of pressure on the financial system as it relates to folks trying to get money. Um, the one really, really awesome thing that we've been able to do at FlyChain is secure capital capital at relatively cheap rates with validated partners such that we're not really as exposed to changes in the interest rate environment. So um, I don't expect rates to come down, but generally speaking, we are sort of the, the cheapest rate in the market for this product. Um, I do expect, you know, financing in this space is not going to get easier anytime soon. If anything, it might get a little bit more difficult due to banks really, really tightening credit. I think the, the stats now are approval rates uh, across the U.S. banking system for small businesses have cut in half in the last 18 months. Yeah. And so yeah. I really don't think we're going to get out of the woods anytime soon. And so, uh, you know, we're actually, we view that as a huge tailwind for us, yeah. right? Like we've developed this solution to um, solve for that gap in the capital uh, for our customers. And, you know, we view it as a huge tailwind because they're kind of world in one-stop shop, if you will, yeah. <laughs> for, yeah. for that. And, and that's also why we love partnering with really competent revenue cycle folks like health rev is because when we lend to a business, we're almost, you know, we're, we're looking at their historics, we're looking at their claims data, but we're kind of making an assumption there that they're going to be able to chase down those claims data. Right. And, but when it's like a health rev customer and we know you guys are super effective in the home health space, we, we have that comfort knowing that you can actually then chase down those claims and that money is going to come in. And that's just something that we have not seen any, lenders do like they're, they're these lenders haven't been looking at these creative partnerships like like, like we've been exploring with yeah and just to really hammer that point home and why we're so excited about this you know it's it's a combination of really a, two things that we we tremendously value the first is the data that you have it gives us a really high degree of confidence in forthcoming revenue right we see that ar balance we can rely on health rev to do their job really really well that gives us the ability to sleep at night, right? We know that the, yeah. the money is in good hands. These customers are going to get paid. The second is that more qualitative relationship that our channel partners have with that end customer. One of the big kind of like scary things in lending, if you will, and why a lot of folks can't get funding from really anyone is the first time you ever apply for funding, there's a huge risk for that lender because they don't know who the business is. Mm -hmm. It's the first time it might've come in like via a random website. This person could be a fraudster, you don't know. But because we're partnered with HealthRev, we see the data and you have this wonderful relationship with your customers. We know they're not fraudsters, right? Like this is a validated relationship. And so automatically we're, we're more comfortable and able to give these good rates and everything because um, we have the transparency and the data, we've built that. And we also have this relationship that is um, you know, garnered through the health rev team. So um, we're, we're very, very confident in, in the ability to Lend, get and get repaid due to you know this this relationship. 
Yeah. So I love that you've laid all that out because we definitely reciprocate that relationship piece and feel that our team, the expertise that our team brings to the table, right, kind of takes the place of that collateral, if you will, because we can look at that AR and then that gives you the confidence to know, okay, this team says this is what's collectible. We can really dissect what is 80% of that. How can we look at a lending structure that works and is customized to this agency? Um, kind of lay out a little bit for me how FlyChain then, and for our listeners really, how FlyChain is different from those other lenders, from those banks. Yeah, so let's. this is, this is where we role play, Hannah. I love role playing. You love role playing? Sure. She hates role playing, by the way. I do. I love role playing. I, I grew up role playing. You know what I mean? Um, but let's say, let's say I'm a home health agency or hospice or palliative care yes. or, or anybody in the post-acute space. And I, I'm interested in this. Um, tell me, tell me like, you know, is what fee structures, how fast is the money turned around? Tell me what, what should I expect? Yeah, absolutely. So if it's coming through health rep, it's very simple. Um, takes about two minutes to quote unquote apply. We have a lot of this data. You link your bank account right from there we already have this billing data from health rep so the business has to do nothing from there we establish the credit limit and the credit limit is just how much you're able to borrow at any point in time we kind of operate everything very simply off of a line of credit but it's tethered to those claims so we have an understanding of how much money is in your bank account what your revenue is and how much is coming in then from there our customers can draw down on that entire limit or as i mentioned in that example maybe they need to cover payroll for eight thousand dollars because you know your you know revenue is coming in it doesn't matter as long as it's in that they can you know tap into anything how we're very different is we do not charge origination fees no broker fees we remove brokers from this equation which tend to be really bad actors in this space and also our, our rates are just generally much cheaper and so when you think about um like uh, an actual merchant cash advance as an example i'll just i'll run through one because i think a lot of your customers may have either gotten them or have at least experienced uh you know how predatory they are if you get a hundred thousand dollars and you have to pay back a hundred and twenty thousand dollars you don't get a hundred thousand dollars you usually get ninety thousand dollars due to all these fees and so as the borrower you've just re requested a hundred thousand dollars you get 90 and you still have to pay back 120. Simple math there, that APR, that annual interest rate is going to be in you know, 100%. That's incredibly predatory. The other way that we're different is we also don't charge unused line fees. And this is something we should really chat about here. One of the most popular ways our customers use FlyChain is just establishing this line of credit. It is free until you use it. So a lot of other lenders will charge uh, an unused line fee and give you like you know, charge you 25 to 50 basis points per month just to have access to that $100,000, even if you don't use it. We don't charge anything. And so it's really meant to be, a, a, you know, a very friendly credit product meant there for a rainy day. You know, sometimes insurance takes a little long to pay or, you know, maybe there was some issues in whatever. We see all sorts of different things. You know, having that peace of mind to access that if there's a payroll shortfall or access that for growth. Maybe there's a, a great hire you want to make and now you can draw down, make that hire. So it's really meant to be there and rest there at any given time to give these folks access to that working capital. Um, we do have other credit products and structures that can, you know, also help them grow as an example, like a longer duration credit product. If they are looking to open a second location, you know, that is something we, we love helping our customers. Many of them will start off on this, you know, line of credit. They're we're working, we get their cash flow in, in order. They're in great shape. Their, their cash balance is, is, is really high. They want to open another location. 
we, we lend to them, give them a, a pretty hefty amount of money, and they're able to fill that location over a longer duration and, and uh, you know, basically, basically be able to pay us back very easily. So um, we're here, we meet our customers where they are, and we've developed the program to really adhere to their needs and, and combat a lot of the challenges or, or you know, hesitation, I think, that they've uh, you know, had before when looking for credit. Yeah, so kind of recapping some of the frequently asked questions that we get with this new program yeah. is, you know, yeah. how does it affect my credit score? So it's a soft, it's a soft credit pool. Um, yeah. no personal guarantees, um, nope. no collateral and, nope. um, and they get the money basically within 48 hours, 24 hours, 24 hours. Yeah. I would say you know, the fastest we've done it is I think eight, the longest has been like 72. And so I'd say right around 24 hours or next day funding when the offer is signed, we can, uh, we can fund it's usually next day. So what I hear as an agency is there's not a lot of risk. And going ahead and establishing no. the relationship for the line of credit really is, is a no-brainer. Well, I always tell everybody, like when you buy a house, right? I always tell people immediately get a line of credit on your house uh, because yeah. it doesn't cost you anything. And the deal is if something happened to you, and you, let's say you got disabled, you didn't have disability. Well, if you don't have a line of credit set up on your house, then if you become disabled, and I always tell people when you're, you're disabled, you're a money-making machine, right? If you had a money-making machine downstairs, you would insure that machine. But yet there's a lot of people that don't insure themselves for disability, which I, it, it, I wish more people understood the importance of disability, but that's a whole nother podcast. Um, but but if, if you do become disabled, you can't get that line of credit now. And so exactly. you need exactly. to get the line of credit. Everybody should have a line of credit regardless if yep. you're going to use it or not, because you can't read the yep. future. You know, that little eight ball yep. that you can buy at Walmart. That's not, yeah. gonna, that's not going to do it. It's cheap. It gives you false. We always hope. say, we always say as uh, you know, like FinTech founders who have raised some money, it's, it's always good to secure your capital when you don't necessarily need it because generally speaking, you're going to be in a better position to get the highest amount at the lowest rate when you don't need it. And guess what? When you do need it in three months or six months, you don't have to apply. Maybe there is a pressing cash flow issue. Well, now it's a click of a button to get that money in your account versus going through perhaps an arduous process where it ends up in no capital. And so we always say, you know, put your best foot forward, get that, get that line of credit in place. And it gives you peace of mind to, to know that that's always available to you. Well, right? yeah. And one of the biggest things that I want to make sure that we do this year is I want to get this message out because there's going to be a lot of people that don't know there's another way to get financing. And so I yeah. want, I want, I hope that everybody that listens to this podcast, they share it with everybody they know, because I'm telling you, 2024 is going to be a great year, but I also think there's going to be some challenges. And one of those challenges and, and Ethan, you, you just, you talked, you talked on it is it's going to be banks are tightening up here. Yep. Um, and in 2024, I see this as an awesome opportunity for agencies to really define who they are and for them to seek the growth that they want, because there's going to be a lot of agencies that aren't going to do that. And so now is the time for agencies to say, okay, if I look to grow, or if I'm looking to acquire, man, I'm telling you, you got to have the capital, you got to have the backing because when the opportunity presents itself, you got to be ready for the opportunity. Yep. And, and it's mm -hmm. better to have it and not need it Absolutely. than need it and not have it. That's what I say to my wife all the time. It's better to have a husband. <laughs> <laughs> one, but, of, one of our, uh, going back to the stats, you know, at the beginning of the, the podcast here, one of our favorite statistics, and it really informed this initial approach and in going through channel partners is that 60% of businesses that desperately need money don't even apply because they just assume they're going to get rejected. 
most of them had such bad experiences with their bank, whether it be personally or through their business, or they go to another lender and they get rejected. They've just been jaded by this process. And if they got approved, it was probably from some predatory lender. And so by offering this solution through a health rev, you know, we have enough data where we can almost pre-approve you. Yep. Your customers are fun worthy. They absolutely are, despite whether they know it or not. And yep. so we want to get that message out there as well, where don't be discouraged. You know, this is why we exist. We've created this specific program to, to basically fund these jaded, you know, folks that have been taken advantage of or, or really been like mistreated by our financial system, a.k.a. my dad. Um, this is really what we're trying to communicate here is like everyone should get it set up and you, you will be approved for something. And generally, it'll be a lot more than you think. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, these guys are from Duke and Stanford. Yeah, right. You know I mean, what I mean? I went to Southwest Missouri me. State they University. They have their trust me shirts. Like, our, the name of my college is so long, I just stopped saying the whole name. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and, uh, and, and, guys, what's funny about this, and my kids my kids give me a hard time about this all the time, but I dropped out of college three times. Three times. <laughs> and, uh, and then, at, what, about five, seven years ago, uh, I got my MBA. So I finally made it through college, got my MBA, got all that. Um, but... You know, I'm talking to Duke and Stanford, and I'm a three-time dropout of Southwest Missouri State University. They graduated summa cum laude. Yeah. You graduated thank the laude. Thank the laude. <laughs> thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Uh, well, hey, I want to talk about some real success stories. Do you guys have something you can share um, where, with home health providers in this space where they've been able to leverage your working capital and provide a story? Yeah, and if you don't have one, just make one up. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. No, we, we've got a few, actually. So the first would be um, we funded a home health care agency. And this would actually probably be a, a potential customer of, of home health. They were doing billing in-house. And so we funded a customer. And, you know, this actually is a, a negative story. And it'll talk, and we'll talk about how what we've built will prevent this from happening. And then we can talk about a positive story, so you can like edit and pick which one you want. All right. But uh, the first one, we don't, we, we never, a, we never edit this podcast. Yeah, it's right. always live. Never yeah, edit. right. <laughs> it's live. We'll do it live. That's right. Um, so the, the first is we funded a home health care agency, and they had an internal biller, and that internal biller, unbeknownst to us, quit, just straight up quit on them. And that business owner had no idea that their employee quit. So they did not send us a, a single uh, claim out to insurance for an entire month. That equaled about $150,000. And so we kind of came in and we saw that, you know, their business was good. They were doing very, very like, you know, solid revenue the last six months. And we said, okay, we know that you will get paid on these claims. You just have to resubmit them. And so we had this level of data we were able to fund this business knowing that all they had to do was resubmit the claims or actually submit them for the first time in this example. And then they ultimately got paid back. And so we were able to bridge that cash flow gap because of a, a personnel issue, right? So that's that's just one example. I'd say others, very run of the mill example is just opening that second location. So we've seen that be a, a pretty prevalent success story here. You know, someone that has one location needs some money to open up, sign the lease for the next one. I think that's been an overwhelmingly positive story. The other, um, <laughs> similarly, there was an internal biller that, that messed up. We see a lot of these cash flow issues coming from the biller itself. And so by partnering with HealthRev, that really quells a lot of those fears because we know with a, with a high degree of confidence, those same issues that we're seeing aren't going to be seen. So those are 
just some examples of like pretty pretty common cash flow issues we see usually being tied up with the billers sometimes you know our customers will deliver care this is another example delivered care for probably two months where they had like five staff members delivering care a group of about 10 staff members they weren't recognized in the medicare system they were credentialed and everything but the system itself was incorrect it was there was a bug so they did work for about three weeks submitted all of those got rejected created a huge cash flow issue once again we were able to look into the data they were going to get approved like they were they were actually licensed the software and the medicare side just didn't recognize them and so we were able to fund them and, and get them through that as well so you know a lot of these things are just the 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 wacky world of of you know health insurance and that tends to be the, the largest uh, cause for these cash flow gaps one of the really exciting uh, partnership opportunities for health rev and fly chain is what we call transition financing and so what we often see is uh whether it's a home health agency an aba or uh infusion therapy provider like they might be wanting to move switch billers like let's say a home health agency is not happy with in-house billing and want to switch billers to health rev because you guys just know it way better and, and are way more competent Typically, we see when you're switching billers or when you're ripping out any important part of your tech stack, you might experience some cash flow gaps because there's just a, there's just a transition period. Well, Flychain is the perfect solution to bridge that cash flow gap as they transition to that new biller. And we call it transition financing because it just smooths out that, that whole process. And then once HealthRev is like up to 100%, the cash flow is stable again. So that's just another like really common use case that we that we see. and. And, uh, and we're excited to bring to market with you guys. I think it will resonate a lot with- And we also team. don't do transition financing with just any channel partner, by the way. Like we have to really have confidence in the ability of our yeah. channel partner to succeed, successfully onboard that customer in a, in a timely fashion and get firing pretty immediately. And so by partnering with HealthRev, like we have all the confidence in the world that, you know, we'll get these folks up and running and, and succeeding and generating more revenue, faster, you know, turnaround times, et cetera. Yep. We're going to have, uh, we're, uh, Hannah is finishing up our new website, by the way, and it's, uh, it looks really good. She's done. Fingers crossed. She's done a tremendous job. I normally don't compliment her because it goes right to her head, it's true. but I'm doing it right now. Uh, I'm going to hate myself for it, but we're going to have, we're going to have the link on our website, um, for them. If you know, they want to go through us, even though it's, 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 it's the same same deal. But if, if somebody wanted, let's say a listener, they want to get a hold of you guys, how do they get a hold of you? How do they set this up? What do they need to be doing? All that kind of stuff. Can you share that with us before we close today? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, emails, Ethan at flychain.us, Jaime at flychain.us. And you Jaime can hit us up on is J A I M E, right? Okay. And yeah. Yep. Correct. Um, yep. Also, our website. Yeah, you can reach out directly on that. We will be the ones responding to those emails, by the way. So um, there's there's plenty of avenues. Happy to put our contact information, you know, in this as a follow up as well. But we'd love nothing more for you to reach out. Like our whole thing is we are here to help. Um, whether you need money today or not, we should have a conversation. At the very least, we can get your books in order start having you, you know, target that valuation, understand your profit margins, understand your net revenue, things like that as you graduate from, you know, a, a small growing scaling business to something that is becoming more institutional. We want to be those partners there. And we've realized that it's a combination of capital, you know, accounting, the right, the right FinTech infrastructure as we kind of been harping. And then the last uh, being that sort of valuation piece and that North Star of what is your end goal and how do you get there? And that's really what we're, we're helping and starting off with candidly, the most pressing issue that we see, which is the cash flow. 
Yeah, well, you guys are the real deal. And yeah. I know that for a fact because before we signed a partnership, we did a, a thorough background on you guys. We had our legal team uh, dig into y'all, and they did a fantastic job. No we just really stalked yeah. you on social media yeah. is well, what that really means. We, we took it to the next <laughs> level with y'all only because uh, financing is a big deal. Yeah. Right? And, and yep. if we were going to mm -hmm. tie our name to a company that's going to lend our customers money, we could not have a fly-by-night Bitcoin-type company, right? We had to have legit people. Yep. Um, and you guys, you guys checked out, of course, I know you guys, you guys are, you guys are straight up honest dudes. I mean, and, and I'm telling you in it, in this industry and in this world today, uh, trust is a massive, massive It, it really thing. is, Michael. Yeah. And, um, I've just seen too many people be burned. Uh, I've seen them been burned by banks. I've seen them been burned by people. Yep. And you know, there are people out there today that still really care about people and I love this industry and I love what everybody's doing for this industry. And our goal and our partnership, I think is a awesome thing designed to help agencies get to the, where they want to get, because in, in business, we all make a mistake. Sometimes we make several mistakes. Um, sometimes we don't make any mistakes, but people let us down and that can have a tremendous impact on cash flow. And when, when an agency is really good at what they do and they're serving their community and they're given great care, you, you don't want to see an agency go out of business because of a mistake or something like that. And so, again, I, we, I encourage everyone, I know you guys encourage everyone to get the line of credit because you, that way you, you, have, you have that peace. I, I think it's peace of mind. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I'll link, I will add the link to this podcast. I'll add it on the YouTube channel. Um, so if you want to go just start the process of establishing that, it's not going to take long. The application is going to be pretty painless. I mean, I walked through it yesterday, probably less than two minutes. I mean, it was easy. Um, you're going to get that turned around in 24 hours. I, I do want to say if you're a customer and you're listening, you automatically qualify automatically for qualify. this line of credit. So just take the time to do yep. it. We've already made that provision with Flychain for you. And then if you're not and you're, you're thinking, man, I have these gaps and I am hearing what I can have the potential to get a hold of, you know, contact us, talk about it. Let, let's just lay it out, yeah. see what we can do. Because what I love about FlyChain and I love about HealthRev is we're willing to have a conversation and customize some solutions. Because that, that initial story that you told is so powerful. Because in this industry where you've got some smaller agencies, that 150000 that month and a half gap, um, that could mean closing your doors. I mean, that that's somebody's dream. That's Good. something that we take very personally in this industry and it, it equals care to patients that are in your community. I mean, if we want to get super granular with this, I, I couldn't agree w more with you. You don't want me caring for a patient. I am not that level of compassionate. I'd be great at it. Oh my gosh. Clearly <laughs> I, I sent the lady in the wheelchair to the airport. Yeah, you just rolled her out. You rolled her through on a plane. For I was like, out I, you would I'm be an skiing. awful nurse. I, I would. It's so true. Ask yeah. my kids. They're like, it's fine. I'll take care of myself. I'd be great. <laughs> I would be great at it. I don't it. know. I know. Anyways, well, well, we'll, guys, we'll get all the information and, and so you can have it at your fingertips. Yeah, guys, thank you so much for your time. I know you're slam busy, but I do appreciate you being on today's uh, podcast with us. Uh, we're going to get this uh, going, get it out to, to, to everybody as, as fast as we can because we want people to know about this program. Um, I really appreciate you guys being just awesome, upstanding dudes with, with a great vision and a model that is definitely needed in this industry. So thank you guys for being innovators. Yep. 
Yep. We really appreciate that. Thank you for being partners of Health Red Partners. We're, we're awesome and we're excited about our partnership. Yeah, the, the feeling is 100% mutual. Um, really excited to, to blow this out of the water in 24, 24 and, and help these folks. So truly appreciate your time and uh, I'm sure we'll talk later this week. All right. <laughs> yeah. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.